Sometimes some guys like jamming out two tracks, and these two tall dudes are no different from that. There's no band too big, album too small. When you've got a podcast call, Gussandale, vanilla flavor, Gussandale, no brainer, Gussandale. Hey, it's podcasting time. Special verses. God, I love that. <laughs> Didn't forget this guest. Sorry, Chris, once again. Yeah, we forgot the last one. Well, Chris doesn't have his own. So he did in the long run. He got it, but when it live, he did not. We literally looked at each other right before the podcast. I looked at Michelle and went, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, no. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. Go ahead and get that out of the way since we have some it. guests. I loved it. You may have heard the theme song at the beginning. It's g g g Gus and Dale. Yeah. Vanilla flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it was a hit. Um, Michelle's yeah. beautiful voice on that one. That was great. Don't say it. <laughs> you got a compliment online the other day that someone was like, I wish I could... Sing half as good as you when you're not even trying. On the way over here, I said, ask us, have you ever have you ever heard Michelle saying that girl can belt? Your voice is outstanding. Hey, yeah, you can hold pants up. I can. Boom. That was the worst joke I can whip I've ever bad children as well. <laughs> Please don't. You'll you go to jail. You heard that, Gus? Huh? He's a child? <laughs> Gus is like 49 now, isn't he? <laughs> 21 minutes. 21? You don't drink though, right? I drink a little bit. Oh, shit. I just don't get drunk. Did you get? Did you party with your brother the other day? That's a good way to do it. I like to also not get drunk, but drink. I also didn't like to no. get drunk. <laughs> Puke all over the place. <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I'm don't the... insult me on my own podcast. Why are you talking about not doing anything? <laughs> now what? My shoulder and my hip hurt. I'm sorry. Throughout the whole podcast, you're just going to hear me go, ah! Oh. So, wait, you asked him a question, and it... Did you party with your brother the other day? Were you drinking then? No. I no, didn't I was think not. so. I was the one who drove everyone home. Ah, yeah. responsible. Yes. Good for you. I got to yell, fuck you, at people. Why were you doing that? Because <laughs> they wouldn't fucking move. <laughs> and drunk people Ro- are annoying. Road rage? Is this what we're talking yes, about? there's some... Like there was a group of girls in this car just trying to pull in. I was like, you're not getting in. So I just kept moving up and she started flipping me off the car. I flipped her off back and then some bitch in the back seat stepped out. and was oh like, God. why won't you let us get through it? I was like, you're not making it through. Now sit down. I'm glad you didn't get shot in the face. Yeah, right. Does uh, does the road rage run in that bloodline, Dale? Oh, his mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. It is scary. Yeah, very. You better. If you're in the left lane, you get your ass out of the way. Well, that's how you yeah. should. I mean, yeah, people but, are in their own worlds, and it's irresponsible. Yeah. You have you to pay attention. You are supposed to be passing in the left. Yeah. You're driving a vehicle. I also had to it's deal dangerous. with six drunk guys in the back of a van. So yeah. I was like, Yikes. that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> and probably like really drunk, right? Well, one was blacked out. Okay. And the other ones were all just like, oh. Oh, like incapacitated drunk. No. I imagine like. Singing really loudly drunk the whole way back to all their no, houses. None of them really wanted to sing. They all just kind of took naps. <laughs> Gus did find uh, cigars. So he. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's. I love cigars now. Ah. Now? Yes. You're a cigar man? I am. You're a stogie man? Would yeah. you go to like a cigar bar? 
I've never been. I mean, would you go though and have like options? (laughs) I don't know anything about cigars. I mean, the best one I've tried so far was the Cubans that we had. So the Cubans. Well, it sounds like you're starting right. I don't know anything about cigars, but aren't those supposed to be good? They are the number. The primo. The primo. Delicious. High. Yeah. What's the difference? Did you get nauseous? I would get. I would feel like I have to puke. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. What's the difference? Gus is more gangster. I don't than know me. if it's the t- <laughs> I don't know if it's the tobacco or the way they're rolled or or what, but they're so smooth. So I mean, just like yeah, so it's you're a, totally you're different. You're a cigar totally man. Different. I was yes. Not anymore. It's so. like not every once in a blue moon. Once, once in a while, I will. It's yeah, like how they make cocaine more pure by adding certain things to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, similar. All right, so why are we here today? Yeah, who's taking responsibility for this album? <laughs> this, is, this, was, this is a joint effort, but I, I mean, I assume this is Dale-driven. It, it, I asked Gus if, if he would want to do it, and he, uh, he said, yeah. Okay. So. Then what are we reviewing? So we are reviewing Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. And the funny, the best part of it... I wish I, we were stopping before you said bad out of hell. I wish we were just eating meatloaf and talking about it for two hours. We're playing... First time I'm playing golf with Sam, who lied to me horrifically. But um, I said, hey, you know, maybe, maybe we can come over and, and do another podcast. What about meatloaf, bad out of hell? And he just kind of dropped us. And he's like, when, Melissa, when uh, Michelle and I started this podcast, we said... We're going to end up doing Bad Out of Hell at some point. <laughs> so here we are. You're going to get through eventually the right. albums that we have and just kind of go for things that we've never heard that are big. And this is one of the best-selling albums of all time. So I'm not surprised that this that we're here. And I don't remember why I even said it back in the day. I was like, if we run out of albums, we can listen to something like Bad Out of Hell. <laughs> or watch movies that we've never seen, like The Godfather, that are beloved. Yeah, I've never I, seen that. I've I, never seen I that haven't either. either. It's like I watched Star Wars for the first time earlier this year. I'd be more offended that you haven't seen Star Wars than Godfather. <laughs> what did you think? Oh, I didn't like it. It's not for <laughs> me. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised by that. I just, I don't do fantasy. That's just not my genre. It never has been. You don't like the pew pew? No, I'm not. No, no thank she, you. She doesn't yeah. like the pew pews and the... <laughs> Good job. Very good. That's that nice. I was hoping it was going to work. Yeah, it was either going to be really bad or it was going to pull off. Nice, that was a nice Chewbacca. Well, we used to call our uh, vice principal Chewbacca when we were in high school. So I had a lot of she practice. She was a very pretty lady. I had a lot of practice doing that noise loudly down the hallway. <laughs> very pretty lady. That's hilarious. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> lady that looks and like And then run. Run before she realizes who did it. I, really, I don't know why they called her Chewy, but... I mean, she it was, was a, a thing. Because she had a little hair on her upper lip. I was better. <laughs> oh, she had a nice mustache. I wasn't nice. It's not as nice as yours. Yeah. No, I wouldn't mess with you. You look like you own a pizzeria. <laughs> that, like, that like does nefarious things if in the back. If you put pineapple on that pizza, I'm going to smash your head in. I bet he role plays as a cowboy on the weekends. <laughs> He goes to those like fake deserted like set up towns that they would use oh. as movie sets back in the fifties. Howdy, partner! And it's just hey, just because Doc Holliday is cool doesn't mean it's ah. not cool. Okay. Oh, look at that! Pulling out names. Oh, I knew guys who were in a metal band called Doc Holliday. Anyway, 
We should talk about this fucking album. <laughs> you want to get this started? <laughs> I do want to get this started because I got questions. You've got questions. I need answers. It's only seven tracks, but and it's still about 45 questions. minutes long. So let's get this That's going. It's really short. It's short track-wise, but I think the songs are longer. Exactly. Yeah, average to longer. Nothing is short. Uh, let's get this started with the title track, Bad Out of Hell. Uh, eventually... <laughs> there we go. It comes right in. I gotta say, when this started, I was like, oh, intriguing. But that's all. I'm gonna stop. Well, I did learn that this is based off of, like, this is meant to be theatrical. And yeah. John Steinman, who wrote this and most of Meatloaf's music. Jim Steinman. Jim Steinman. What did I say? John. 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 Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Same difference. He, uh,. He did big sounding theatrical music like this. Yeah, this was based off of a, a play, the musical Nevermind, which yeah. is a futuristic Peter Pan. Neverland? Which, 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 Neverland, yeah. Neverland. Which, which I'm sure you would have loved since it's fantasy. Uh. <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion on Peter Pan? I've never even thought yeah. to ask you that. I, I, I preferred the movie Hook when I was a kid. I liked yes. Hook. Hook was awesome. <laughs> I liked the movie Peter Pan when I was a kid. Yeah. I wanted to be a lost boy. I'm pretty sure everyone wanted to be a lost boy. Goddamn right. It's like, hey, that's I why I still act like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an idiot. So what do you think that we thought when you gave this to us? Well, uh, what do you think our reaction was going to be? Well, again, based on what Sam said about, you know, we figured at some point we'd have to do it. I figured it probably wasn't going to be pleasant for you to listen to this. Although, again, I'm a little surprised that Sam with the some of the guitaring and you know, Todd Rundgren being the guitar player and, and he produced it and things like that. thought maybe you'd like that part, but... I'm holding my mouth for now. I'll give you my opinion <laughs> yeah. in a minute. I'm, I'm curious yeah. what he yeah. thought first. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's why I, I, I didn't think it would be too bad. You did like Boston, so I'm like, well, it's kind of a little bit the same, so you this might has like kind of a Boston-y sound. Fifth part, for yeah, sure, and then it's guitar. then that changes a lot. Yeah, I'll elaborate on the guitar thing. There are runs on this that I give it up to uh, Todd Rundgren that it's like he's nailing it. And then I found out the whole like story behind this solo on this that the motorcycle sounds are actually his guitar, and he just did it in one take. Like, you want a motorcycle? I'll give you a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> And then just went in the solo, and everybody's like, what the fuck did he just do? Yeah. So yeah. that story helps in songs like this. I'm curious of, Gus, what is your exposure to this? Like, well, when we moved to the house we currently live in, we had to go out to Best Buy to get my setup for my room because I was getting, like, a whole TV, surround sound, and everything. Yeah. He played Paradise by the Dashboard Light for me and explained the song. I was like, I don't know how I've never heard this. I fucking love it. <laughs> we didn't know if you were going to come in and be like, hey, I hate this album. <laughs> no, so he makes me listen to it. Because <laughs> I didn't realize it, but like, Grown Ups 2, that's who Kevin James dresses up as the cop. He dresses up as Meatloaf at the costume party in Grown Ups 2. I don't think I've seen Grown Ups 2. I don't think I've seen Grown Ups 1 or 2. Oh, that's pretty funny. But Meatloaf, what a ghastly man, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus and, Christ. And the way he, he got the, the poor guy, I mean, he's, <laughs> when he was born, he was this big... Would look like hunk of meat because he was red, and his alcoholic father's like, Haha, "Look at you! You look like an 85-pound hunk of meat." They put meat on the front of his crib, and so, <laughs> so that's what started it. And then it, so he started it, as a meatball and became <laughs> a meatloaf. Right, and then he was 
a football player and he stepped on his coach's foot and his coach said, hey, you big hunk of meatloaf, get off my foot. <laughs> so that's kind of, everybody just started calling him meatloaf. meatloaf. Yeah, or loaf for short, I guess. So what's meatloaf doing before this? Is he just doing like theater kind of stuff? He, it, I think so, yeah. Is this he, the first he, like meatloaf so album? This yeah, is yeah, the first yeah. one, but there was an album that he did of like covers or something with some lady. Right. Yeah. It's the lady that sings in the dashboard, white moon. No, it was like Sonata or whatever that song is called. Stony and Meatloaf or okay. Stony and Loaf or something. My old dog and Meatloaf Meat did Meat an album together? Meatloaf Soul. It was called Meatloaf Soul, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was the name of the first I, band. I don't think it was a band. I saw an album on here. And it came out before this. He's stuck with the name Meatloaf, so he's so confident in that. <laughs> yeah, the band. I think it went his first band or first um, was called Meatloaf Soul. Stony and like Meatloaf. Stony and Meatloaf. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, Stony and Meatloaf. Uh, yeah. And the first track is called "I'd Love to Be as Heavy as Jesus." Well, Meatloaf, I think you may have surpassed him. I would say so. That guy's just eating bread and water. Um, what was I going to say? But he did Fish. Rocky Horror before this album, right? Yeah. Two yeah. years before that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so no, so you're not watching Rocky Horror and going, shit, it's Meatloaf. No, not until you, not till much later. Gotcha. Were you a Rocky Horror man? No. Me neither. No, I really. How about you guys? I've never seen it. Never seen it? No. I saw it when I was way too young because it's a little like perverse. Not perverse, but it's a little... Back then, it was perverse. Yeah, I mean, I a transvestite. A, but it makes you feel weird when you're like eight and you're seeing it on TBS or TNT. I can't remember I mean, it. Like VH1 eleven, and you're like, yeah. I don't know. This is making me feel weird. I saw. It when I don't I was hate younger, it, but I'm TV. feeling weird. Is that supposed to be happening? Yeah, it was, guys. It was supposed to be happening. <laughs> it might be different now, but I never liked the song "Time Warp," and I think that also. I like that Turn beginning part where he's like, time is fleeting. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Riff Rap, I think his name is Riff Rap. Yes. Yeah, that guy's got a killer skull going Ventura. on. Jesse <laughs> Ventura. That's me, Jesse Ventura. Is that a good? No, that's more like Alex Jones. Return to the Frogs game. What's it up, Joe? <laughs> Obama and Hillary smell like sulfur. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your history with this? Is this like your jam? Like, did it come out and you were like, meatloaf, baby? No, you know, similar to the Boston thing, you you hear a song on the radio and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go back out throwing papers again so I can buy this this particular (laughs) album. I I only deliver newspapers when I need an album. (laughs) (laughs) Don't cut lawns. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and then I bought it, and again, similar, you know, I just, I loved every single song, and so, yeah. It's a huge sound the whole time. Well, his voice is, I think, very powerful. So it's pretty Way strong. more powerful on this album than later. Right. Like, I watch later live videos, and like, you told me you heard a later album, and he's just like... It was the last <laughs> album. He sounded really old and shaky. It was like 26. Well, even 20 years ago, you can find him singing like the Star Spangled... Or the... What the fuck is that America song called? Star Spangled Banner? Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> you were halfway there, bud. Oh, halfway. my God. Couple of Critics podcast. The Patriots, the Patriots. podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, you are not the definition of a Patriot. I'm say. not. Alex Jones? I think we need some help over here. I'm patriotic to a no, point, but I think it's weird to be that proud of a place you were born of an accident. <laughs> when you have no control of yeah. any of it. Well, whatever. I don't know. I also... I don't hold that... Ow. Proudness, but 
I don't care. You hold that white pride. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because I shaved my head? No, I but, look like Uncle but, but you made a Trump TikTok video, and apparently people were attacking her because of her. Oh, there was one uh, person who was like, "Where's your hair?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "That's an easy one to take." It's like when Mom made her TikTok video about spaghetti, everyone started saying, "You should get your hands cut off, and you deserve the electric chair." <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> just just for putting cinnamon and chocolate in spaghetti, she, in spaghetti sauce, which is similar to what you know Cincinnati chili. And yeah, it yeah. sounds like you're making me. It was brutal. Skyline. Yeah, it was brutal. Skyline. <laughs> so you exposed him with the dashboard moonlight sonata, whatever okay, that it's was called. It. Did you get into this whole album after that? No. Okay. No, just that one song. Is this your first foray into the whole album? I listened to it a few times before we came up, so I could... But I mean you know. only for this podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's still new to you. Pretty much. Are you into other meatloaf? Did you carry on? There was there was one other song. I, I would do this. I wouldn't do this for love or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I would do, do anything, anything yeah. for that, love. Actually, I believe that song went at least top five. That so song was it, huge. Was I remember when it came big, out. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big. I can't tell you what time, but I remember being like, "Who the fuck is this meatloaf guy?" You know, I just this particular album. I, I don't. I think when he kept going with you know "Bad Out of Hell" two, and then you know "Return from All" whatever it was. I just didn't think that it just wasn't as good. I don't know it's if it a, was lyrically or musically or what, yeah. but it just, yeah. Sometimes it's a mistake. Even if you had this grand idea in your head, sometimes it's a mistake to, like, try and revisit something yeah. that was so huge because it's, like, the expectations are up Way here, up, man. Yeah. And you, if you're here on the album, even if it was really good, but it still does not that first one, yeah. it's just never going to pull well, through. And for me, again, very nostalgic. I, I would, you know, jump in my dad's Jeep with no top and doors and throw this in. Now, titties out. Again, when, when I say throw this in, it's a little bit different than maybe you guys. I had a boom box. We've done that when we went to a, you know, can't remember. A, my best speakers went out and yeah, I had yeah. to hook speakers up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my jamming. And, I thought you were going to call me 8-track. Go out in the country. <laughs> well, you know, that too. Um, we'd go out in the country and, you know, just ride around and listen scream this song so yeah the nostalgic so everybody's jamming to bat out of hell everybody yeah we we had a blast with friends just yeah it was fun. i could see this being like a good belt out because it's very like obnoxious in like a bombastic way the way his vocals are bombastic so i could see a good it, word for this. i could see it being fun with your friends that just you get like theater performances going yeah. on with it well and then you go to a party and you throw on paradise by the dashboard light and you got the girls on one side and the Ooh. boys on the other side and you're, the hookup song? you're screaming at each other and you know yeah you know yeah and then you all take it out back behind the porta potty exactly. <laughs> under, the, under the bleachers fingers moving under the bleachers. so my exposure to meatloaf which i assume was also yours but i could be wrong was it the I would do anything for love video? Absolutely. It, it was that. Yeah. that I, mean, I was, was going to say, that's when I clock in for Meatloaf existing. Me too. Is that song. So I think of him as like a ballad guy, mm -hmm. I think, from the very beginning. Absolutely. So I think I've always more associated him with that. And then I didn't know anything for a long time. 
until like bitch tits Bob. Bitch tits Bob in, in Fight, Fight Club. Club. Oh, <laughs> have like, you seen him in Fight Club? I have. I don't remember. It's I've seen the movie, but I don't remember. It was it was short, wasn't it? Was he in there for a while? Or? Uh, he was in there for a bit. He gets what his head blown. He's a pretty <laughs> integral character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him being in that. Yeah, bitch tits Bob. Yeah, what he had call. big boobs in it. Oh, that's he had big man boobs, and he had to go through like the uh, oh, what is the word called? What? They do hazing and stuff. Yes, initiation to be included into the Fight Club. But you're not supposed to talk about the Fight Club. And well, I'm not in. I'm not a member. Fuck the Fight Club. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to get in. I'm trying to bring it down. I'm not really trying to do anything. I just yeah, me either. I just don't care. What do you think about that song, Gus? It's pretty good. You like it? Yeah. Still on the meatloaf train? Still am. Do yeah. you actually like the food meatloaf? No, you don't. You I've never off. had meatloaf. Yeah, I was going to say, you picky bitch. You're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? What have you expanded oh, yeah, on lately? Broccoli? Oh, fuck no. no. <laughs> I had raw broccoli yesterday. It, it took me till I was about 27 to get broccoli <laughs> into my mouth, so I understand. Yeah. Uh, I haven't expanded to anything. <laughs> Pizza. I made some of the best meatloaf I've ever made last week. Oh, it was great. It was good. Right as we're starting to listen to this album, she yeah, made I was some meatloaf. She was celebrating <laughs> the fact that we were right on. in line. It was amazing. <laughs> and then you had to go and ruin it. What um, do you think about that song, Michelle? You took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, what is this? Is this a poem that existed before? Or? So I think wasn't this part of Never- Neverland? I don't know. I think so. It, it was. It? it was part of. It was part okay. of the, a musical, um, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Um, Will he offer and then so it was added. I, honestly, I don't think it does anything for Will the song. Frankly. Not for the song, but <laughs> yeah. it's. I think it's fucking creepy, creepy and cool. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Reminds me of the beginning of Thriller when they yes. have the guy doing the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Darkness yes. crawls across, across the land. land. Michelle, can you do that whole thing, I'm sure? I sure can. <laughs> it's Vincent Price, first of all. That's his name. <laughs> Horror icon. Darkness falls across the land. <laughs> like, that part's badass when he's like, would you offer your throat you to the wolf's all. mouth or whatever? Red roses. Oh, it's fucking cool. I bet you say that to And then it's like, the boys. I will give this album credit, because I will say... I'm not into this at all. This was more of a chore for me to listen to. I definitely liked... You're welcome. I liked Boston. I did not like Meatloaf. But I will say, it is interesting because there are a lot of different sounds going on throughout this album. And I do appreciate that. Jim Steinman demanded that from one of the production videos I watched. He'd always be like bothering Todd Rundgren like can we add something else right. Todd be like no god damn it I mean it's not boring it's just not for me one thing that surprised me was the xylophone in here I, mean, I, I don't know, know if I've ever noticed the xylophone. Believe me, you have to listen to it on really good headphones and a really good mix of it because <laughs> huh. I, um, so you know, Amazon has that Atmos three eight sixty or whatever, and it's like crystal very clear. Oh, and I didn't I know like, that. What the hell? Oh my gosh, that's a xylophone. So is it like ding 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 ding? Like when he, when they say you took the words right out of my mouth, it's actually ding 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 ding. It's like playing along with the yeah. It's, because uh, when we were driving over here, I'm like, Gus, listen to this. And he's like, oh, my God. I never heard that. Gus, shut your mouth. Listen. I will say before I listen to this, because I should probably say that up front, because I want to get your opinion as well. Um, I was I was looking forward to this because I wanted to know why it was one of the best-selling albums of all time. 
Uh, I was like, maybe there's just something I'm missing in Meatloaf. Because I didn't go into this being a Meatloaf fan. I'm aware of Meatloaf in the world. She's not a meathead. I'm not a Meatloaf fan. Sam, what was your thought prior to actually listening to this album? You didn't have any. <laughs> I really kind of didn't. I knew it wasn't going to be my bag, but... Yeah. I'm kind of numb nowadays in this podcast. It, the worst feelings I have are the first listen on any album. So Always. if you want to ask me about the first listen on it, I'm going, God damn it! <laughs> Why did I put this on? No, it's also I'm like working and I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> not bad mood, but I'm not in a good so are mood. So you, are you saying that you like it more than you did no, earlier today? I would never say I like it. I would just say it's got better production. I can give it more credit for things. Like, the more I look into albums and I realize how much time they spend on stuff, I can appreciate production values and stuff. It's like, I still would never listen to it. And he could sing. I mean, he could fucking wail and hit notes and... I mean, he wasn't bad. It's just... And Milo sings one of my favorite songs in existence that I believe we're going to get a taste of at some point in this podcast. We are going to later. So. Yeah, I, you know, right, but Rodrigo, he... He mixed this like in one night. He was, took him really? one night to do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So. Oh, well, from everything I've read on Todd Rundgren, he's like a musical phenom. Yeah. That really didn't get like too much credit on stuff. But like if you look into it, he's like essential on things. Well, he did his own solo stuff and it, he did try to bit. Yeah, he's got some yeah. songs that I like that I looked into it today and I was like, what did Todd Rundgren do solo? And I was like, oh, I like that song. Yeah. Oh, I like that song. Any oh, examples? I know that song. I was hoping he could just look it up <laughs> and play some songs. <laughs> yeah. Because what I did is just play the top songs. <laughs> He's a good guitar player, no question. And then no I read or saw this cool story. I guess there's like this guitar called The Fool. It's like this hand-painted thing that Eric Clapton played back in the day, and then it got to somebody else's hand. Then Todd Rundgren played it for like 30 years. Wow. But he had it like refurbished because it just had this hand-painted job on it and they didn't seal it or anything so all the paint was falling off you, you, you mentioned how it was the best I also read that up until 2016 it continually sold over 200,000 copies every year that's wild I heard he, yeah. he made dick on this album too yeah well he got he, he got, got shooed. Shooed. He oh got yeah sued and then he he ended up losing all the rights to it what all kinds of stuff yeah he, he was went, sued for what 80 million he went bankrupt something like that he went bankrupt oh, and, and lost yeah. out yeah he that got a sucks. few royalties for it but he he got he and Steinman started fighting um, because Steinman wanted more credit. And that's why, if you look at the album, it actually says songs, songs by, by Jim, Jim Steinman. Steinman. Yeah. So he he actually to? wanted it like Jim Steinman and Milo for, you know, as, as, as the headline. But um, so yeah. original pressings didn't say that. And then over time, no, those I think were added. Did. I think, oh, I think, oh, that okay. was, I think that was part of the, did, I, I've never seen one without, without did Jim it. Steinman play in the band with him, like on I, the road. I, I th- no, did he play I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he, he played was the working piano. for other people yeah. a bit too, writing stuff for other people. So I, I don't think that he just like specifically worked with. He's a goofy looking dude. Now the, the lady. Have you seen the, Jim Steinman? I have not. He's, he's a goofy looking dude. The lady that sang, sings on Paris by the Dashboard Light is, is, was not the one that went on the road with him because she was doing other things. She, they met um, Ellen Foley and Milov met, um, I believe, either the set of Neverland or something because she played Wendy. And um, so she did Paradise by the Dashboard Light, but then couldn't go on tour huh. with them. So if you watch the video, 
the woman that's singing in the video is actually lip-syncing Ellen Foley's voice. She is not her Chris Laviota. Chris Laviota. She sounds a lot like Bonnie Tyler, I think. There's a, a so that's interesting. big similarity in their vocals. Wasn't, was it... To- because she did Total Eclipse which, of the Heart. And I think that was actually going to be one of Meatloaf's yeah, songs. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Meatloaf song. Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, I know it was written by that. him. Yeah. She was also holding out for a hero. There was another song. a hero! I need a hero! There was another song that he was supposed to do that came out that was pretty popular that um, they didn't let him do. But I want to make a comment on the Hi, last song. I'm Jim Steinman. How do you do? He's a ghoul. Hello, everybody. Scary looking man. He looks like a turkey. He was talking about writing this album, and he was like, none of this is my life experience. It's just my obsessions and, like, ideas in my head. And then somebody else said, like, yeah, I can't imagine Jim Steinman with the most beautiful girl, but I can't imagine... Jim Steinman imagining he's with the most beautiful girl. Well, some of the reasoning. <laughs> like, Whoa, dude, that was an Some of the reason he wrote some of these songs, he, you know, Bad Out of Hell, he wanted a song about a car crash. And Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, he wanted um, somebody challenged him to write a song like Elvis's. What was. I want you, I love you, I need you. I need you. And so he wrote um, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad because he was challenged for that. It was like. Really weird. Every time Dale points to you now throughout the entire podcast, you just have to do exactly what you just yeah. did. It's like Brad Pitt and Moneyball. I already missed one. Gus. <laughs> I just, I couldn't remember it. He told me on the way up. So He printed out papers last night. I read them over this morning. <laughs> you got the dossier? Yeah. He even highlighted them. <laughs> so that last... How was that Wikipedia page looking? <laughs> yeah. Just that, change a few things around there. That last song, I just want to make one comment before we go on to the next song. Go on. You took the words right out of my mouth. It must have been when you were kissing me. Have you ever looked at Meatloaf's mouth? <laughs> no, but uh, do you have a picture set up for me? No, but you have a phone in front of You're you. You're right, but I can't stop looking at Jim's diamond beautiful face. <laughs> uh, it's just hard to imagine that anyone would have taken anything out of his mouth. Well, back in the day. Certainly would be worse for Jim, if Jim Steinman wrote, can you imagine trying to eek? That would be, no, get away from me. I looked up meatloaf mouth and only one picture of meatloaf showed up, but the rest is just pictures <laughs> of actual meatloaf. Yeah. And it's looking good. I would kiss that all day. All right, let's, <laughs> let's move along to the next song, Heaven Can Wait. Let's bring things down. Very much. Play that piano, Jim. Ooh, wear that weird leather back in the day. <laughs> he has the same look that he had back in the day. I'm surprised you didn't show them that younger picture of oh, him, Oh, I'll too. find the younger picture where he's like a super tough rock and roller. But he has the same, like, sunglasses style and the same hair. Ow. I did. <laughs> wow, yeah. It's looking like Rob Halford a little bit. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Which explains yeah. this album cover, because this album cover... Fools, metalheads, goddammit. Because it's like the, the dude who drew yeah. from heavy metal the actual magazine. Right, yeah. It's like a dude all ripped and coming out with like this hell-spawn motorcycle with this big demon bat creature on top of a grave yep. out of a cemetery. So is more of that Jim Steinman? Like, how much of Meatloaf is actually in this whole thing as far as, like, 
the design representing him or anything because it seems think, it seems like it's more Jim, it, it, Jim it Steinman it, than Meatloaf. It's, it's all Jim Steinman. It's I all think. Jim yeah. Steinman. With the most I heard is like Meatloaf in studio making suggestions, like trying to cut even minutes out of songs, and Jim Steinman being the guy who wants as much as he possibly can do, as you can tell by the mix. Going, no, those two minutes are essential. So was this actually like Meatloaf, or was Jim Steinman using Meatloaf? Both. It's like a working relationship. It's like Elton John and uh, Bernie Taupin. Bernie Taupin. Bernie Taupin. But, but yeah, but Bernie's huh? name was never on the front of albums sure or anything. Bernie wanted it to be. Are, I, I are you sure about that? Maybe. You're just guessing. Burn shit at the wall. I don't know. I like drama that I make up in my head between two artists. <laughs> that is the most interesting stuff you can make when it's in your head. Bingo. I almost said Boombo. <laughs> I feel like he was. I mean, really. I mean, I, I don't hear... I mean, I don't know that much about like what Milof would have put into this, but it seems like it's all Steinman. I mean, he wrote every song. He, you know, I don't know how much input Meatloaf had. His other than storyline. It was yeah, his I mean, play that he wrote. Yeah, it's so just what even Meatloaf, is Meatloaf? The a voice, singer. The voice. A performer. That's it. And not a very good one. <laughs> just tell you. I mean, have you seen no, Meatloaf no, live? I, I haven't seen him live, but I can go like some of the like music videos and things. The guy is just stiff and awkward, and you know he carries this little red frilly handkerchief type thing. And oh, I forgot just, about that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it, yeah. yeah and he exactly. like flutters it. It's, like, it's yeah. like so weird. I forgot about and, that too. Um, so, but yeah, it's, I to me, Meatloaf was the voice, and that was that was about the end of it. But I think it's just I could, about I could passion. You just see him when he's singing, going, yeah. yeah, and he's like overacting, really. And I think Jim Steinman is over an overactor in the music world, so it just mixes together. It's yeah. all theatrics. And Jim Steinman probably knew he didn't have the chops to do it himself. Go out and do it, or else he might have done it. You know, yeah. it's like can Bernie Taupin actually sing that well and play that well, or is he going here? I can only do sixty percent of it. You can take it hundred percent. Take it. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you you know, if you watch the the movie Rocket Man, it's, it seems like Bernie Taupin basically gave the sheet music and everything to Elton. Elton sat down and played it. That was about. But that, I don't know how. Didn't get right much. Yeah. I mean, Bernie did most everything. I didn't see yeah. the movie, but it's, I like plus, Elton. Plus, can you imagine uh, that Jim Steinman with the like leather on and the glasses singing these songs? Yeah, right. No. <laughs> He's supposed to be up front going. Breaking the law, breaking the law. But you can certainly tell he's a piano player with how you know how much piano music is in a lot, yeah. of, a lot of, especially the ballads. Obviously, there's a lot of piano. Yeah, I saw him talking about this album, and like every chance he could get, he would be like, "This piano line," and he'd just play part of it. Well, I, and it made me want to learn to play the piano. To be honest, <laughs> it's like I would understand music so much more. It's hard. So, something weird dawned on me when I when I was listening to this for the 80th time that. This week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is so much piano heavy because the piano guy wrote it. But if you look at like um, like the Foo Fighters and things like that, I mean, Dave Grohl is a drummer, so you have more, much more drumming in it. Boston, Tom Schultz, guitar player, heavy guitar, you know, yep. laden. And even in, the guitar in, lines in Foo Fighter are very percussive. Yeah, Like they're right. very rhythm-based. It's yeah. not like a lot of melody-based. Of course, I'm 58 years old and just now figured that out. So. <laughs> At least you got on the boat. <laughs> exactly. So, ugh. How many songs in are we? How many more Milo was, songs before we get a break? Three through? songs like, in. We're going to listen to one more song before we take gotcha. a break. You want to get this? You, you seem antsy. No, I just wanted to know where we're at. Place. Sam's all revved up with no, no place, place to, to go. go. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, there, there was it. It seemed like Steinman was worried about like uh, being offensive and stuff. But this whole album is nothing but sexual undertones and <laughs> some romantic stuff. A, a little bit. A lot of horny little nerd. Exactly. It's a horny I mean, little nerd on a piano. Here's a dude on a Saturday night, and he's revved up. There are parts <laughs> of his body that are blue, and it's. You know, Isn't it funny that? <laughs> To get Poontang, this guy used meatloaf of all men to help lure the women in. Because you know he was like right in the background somewhere. And he's like, meatloaf, bring that woman to me. Like, like meatloaf is his like slave boy. She's fighting Yes, like Master him. Jim. Sing these songs and bring me bitches. I don't know how to talk to women. Please help me. Well, if you grew up in the uh, time of quaaludes and uh, the Spanish fly stuff that Cosby Holy was big on you may have been a little ow don't bring up the cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm also talking about like date rape so that's not yeah nice. I know don't bring up the cause <laughs> this uh, sax line is bombastic <laughs> it's like mixed to the nines really makes me think of Bill Clinton right there Yes. Yeah, we went to that show. It was pretty crazy. Bill Clinton and Pearl Jam rocked out, and the Beavis and Butthead came out and did a couple sketches. And Michael Jackson highly recommended it. He said this lineup definitely does not suck. <laughs> That's all fake. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of being That's afraid crooked. of women, look at Gus's shirt. I, I am afraid saw of women. that online, and I laughed <laughs> so I like how you're hard. just, like, advertising it so no woman comes up to you at all. <laughs> well, I'm doing that, too. <laughs> no one ever believes me. It's weird. <laughs> Like they'll come up. It's either it's gonna work perfectly. Like the perfect woman might come up and be like, "I'm a non-scary woman. I'm scared of men." (laughs) That's what they all say, though. (laughs) Welcome to the real world, guys. Women have been scared of men for years. Yeah, I've been scared of them since I was born. (laughs) Came out of your. Would you look at your mom and go, "Ah!" Yeah, no, I just tried to crawl out of there as fast as I could. And that was the last time you were ever near one of those things. Yep. Ow. And by that I mean a lady. <laughs> we got it. We yeah. got it. <laughs> oh, I didn't, wasn't talking about like specific things. I just meant a lady in general because he's been running away from women. The funniest part about that, beginning. your shirt, is because it's like the bathroom yeah. people. Yeah. That like the silhouettes that you yeah. see on bathrooms. Yeah, it's like men. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a bathroom is running away from another bathroom. <laughs> this song is very powerful. He sounds really uh, passionate. In this song. It seems like one of the most true rock and roll songs. Like he's going like fifties doo wop sounds, and then laying not that doo-wop. saxophone. You always say doo wop. It's the wrong. It's not the right. The piano is. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Michelle, I know genres. I, I, Listen but... to the Rasta in there right now. The reggae. I said Rasta. That's how much I know. <laughs> fucking, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, doo wop is like Frankie Valley. Yeah. I don't hear that in this at all. Or uh, Be My Baby. Imagine somebody in a Corvette or 50s. I don't know. Shut up. (laughs) But I I think he's passionate. I think he sings most of the songs like this. I mean, don't you? Yeah, I just, it it seemed really, the song feels just big to me. Yeah. Yeah. I just think they're kind of mixing him up more in the forefront, too. Like, it seems like his voice is a little louder in this, just in the mix. And there's less going on in the background, so yeah. he's kind of like... The forefront more is like the first song. Everything is going on. Right. It right. seems like, I said, a straightforward like rock and roll song. This you is, know, like a doo-wop song. This feels like a part of a movie where they're in a diner, and there's someone who's like 
dancing around yeah. singing, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like everyone gets into it. Everyone's got milkshakes. <laughs> And then everyone like is just sitting in the booths, but like oh, dancing. Happy days. Girls have poodle skirts on. It's all happy days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. The Fonz. Arnold's there. The Fonz is in the corner. Exactly. The Fonz he, is just sitting back. Fonz is like, come to my office, and you got to go in the bathroom, yeah, hang out, and talk to the Fonz. Maybe it was the Fonz that brought the women to Jim Steinman. You know, snapped, it, snapped his fingers. It's the Fonz that brought the women to hell. The Fonz brought the women to the yard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I loved Happy Days. I watched I it on Nick too. at Night. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I think it's hilarious. Because Henry Winkler was very funny in that. There's some real emotion behind this man's voice. So this is a Steinman joint, too, right? Yes, this is a Steinman joint. <laughs> like a Spike Lee joint. Yeah. It's a Steinman joint. I think I'm right in saying that this was, like, number one. At some point, number uh, one or two. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the video is burned into my brain. Yeah. Well, and that the female at the end, is, that voice is crazy good. No, oh, I don't remember that at all. Didn't <laughs> they give Meatloaf like a fucked up face in this? Because he's supposed to be like yeah. the Beauty and the Beast yeah, kind exactly, of feel. It's exactly That's what really it is. all I remember. <laughs> exactly what it is. And Meatloaf going, <laughs> like he's the Phantom of the Opera. I realized that I didn't quite remember the video because in my head I'm just mashing it together with the Celine Dion, John Steinman, or whatever his name is, not John Jim. It's all coming back to me now, music video, which I think were kind of similar, like same styles, which is also the same style as like... Total Eclipse of the Heart. Of the heart. <laughs> like all of those same right, John right. Steinman. Jim, fuck it. We're going to get a break. <laughs> Good transition. Good transition. John Stanmon. <laughs> it's recorded and everyone knows it's time to play a game that I like to call You Got One Second, Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're doing it again. We're Here doing we it are. again. And this time, uh, we're still in the 90s. We did 90s alternative last time. This time, we're just going 90s hits. So just I think it's 90s. I think it's going to be more pop, though, because all these other ones are broken down more genre like. I think 90s is just hits. So here we go. We're still in the 90s pop world, though. So I think I'll be all right. Yeah. And remember, we've got to get some of the words at least or the title. We have to get the band name, though. Yeah, and the band. I you like have that. to get yes. the band, but you have to either know the words. Or get the song title. Or get the song title. Me just go, hum, 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 hum. it's not enough. That's correct. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, it's back. Yes. And it's Loser. Yes. I'm a loser, Sam. baby. So why don't you kill me? What does he say there? So. In Predator. I think that's one. I don't know. It's look, never, click on the lyrics. Right, I'm going to click on the lyrics. I've never known. I've always wanted to know. Uh, soy un perdedor. I don't know what it means. Perdedor. perdedor. It means I'm a loser. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? You ready? It's I coming am. at you. Here we go. <laughs> this really sucks because I tried to think of this band's name earlier and I couldn't. It's like... I it's, think if you get the song title. Well, it's unbelievable, but it's like E something O, E L O? No. No, that's Electric Line Orchestra. E F O? No. E V O? No. E V O O? No. I want to give it to you. She said unbelievable. You know what it is. Is it U? No. E is the first letter. Is there an L in there? No. But is there an O in there? No. 
Well, goddamn. E-M-F. E-M-F. So, you, you taking the point or not? I mean, I knew it was unbelievable, yeah. but I didn't know. I couldn't get the actual I don't know if anybody things. knows unbelievable by E-M-F. Some people might. I wouldn't. Um, I think that... Take uh, the point. It's more enjoyable. Okay, that's fine. I'll take it. I'm okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, you got one second, bitch. Yeah. Erica Badu? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, me... Uh, no, it's... Uh, I'll give Lauren you... Hill. Yes, it is. Um... Watch out! I think watch out. It's not, but I would. You came up with some words, all right, and you had the melody, so you know. See the music video too. They're in the streets. Well, you're not going to know that the song is called "Doo Wop." Oh no! Parenthetically, that thing, but you knew it was that song, and you knew it was her, so you got to Watch out! That's that one where there's like three of her singing on the same screen, right? Yeah, they're like two different versions, I think, actually, side by side, it's like a split screen. Here we go. That is a sabotage by yeah. Beastie Boys. Yes, it is. Two to two. All right, Sam. This one's been uh, easier, I think. Easier. I think it's going to come down vague. to whoever loses first is going to be the winner on this one. Or the loser on this. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see. Here we go. Until right now where I don't get it. Well, it's Foo Fighters. Correct. Uh, I'm laid in here for you. Is it Everlong? Is that what it's called? Yes, Boom. good yeah. job. All right, so three to two. Let's see what happens next. Here we go. Party people. That's tag team. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> With no hesitation. No hesitation Body at people! All. I heard the story of where that came from. Really? Whoop, there it is. I guess there was people who worked at a strip club. Oh, yeah, you told me and about when this. when they saw like, a girl's punani, they'd be like, whoop, there it is. Tag team back again. Check it to wreck it. Let's begin. Party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump, rejoice. There's a party over here. A party over there. Wave your hands in the air. Shake your derriere. These three words when you're getting busy. Whoop, there it is. Boom. <laughs> So three to three, it's who, it's who doesn't get one at this point. If I don't get it, but then you don't get it, we still have to go. Correct. Cool. We have to win by a point. Here you go. I have no fucking I, idea. Yeah, I. This is not for you. This is fully for me. So you would have known. Oh yeah. So this isn't out of the uh, realm, like correct. Because I think if there's one that's like either of us are like, what the fuck is this? It doesn't count. So I'm out. This I is don't know. Emotions by Mariah Carey. Oh, <laughs> play the rest. I don't know what that is. I want to hear play it. it. It's like you got me feeling emotions. Oh, okay. I would have gotten it on that part. That dun 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 dun. All Damn right. it! You could have played four seconds of that. And I still would have gotten. It. So if I <laughs> if I get this, I win. You do. So here, here we go. go. It's tearing. <laughs> fucking Christ! That could not have been rigged more. That could not 
have been rigged anymore. Yes. That's the NSYNC. It's teared up my heart. God damn. Woo. As soon as I saw the album cover, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that was, well, that was fun. That was fun. A good one. Was a yeah. Good one. 90s. Well, 90s well congratulations, my 90s queen. <sighs> that's, that's what I do. Damn. Uh, that was a fun uh, game of. You got one second, bitch. Yow! Son? Oh, gosh. Come back to us. We're over here. Okay. Oh, sorry, Chef, man. Sorry. Okay, son, but this song is about Meredith Baxter Burning, all right? But not about splinter wood in your eyes. You're right. Here, have a taco. Oh, taco, great. I, I need a taco. Mm. What the hell? <laughs> South Park. This is our favorite meatloaf song. Okay. <laughs> it's South Park. Yeah. He's it's... about to soothe you. Here he comes. Tonight is right for love. <laughs> <laughs> it's Isaac it's Hayes. Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's Chef. Played Chef. Right? Isaac Chef. Hayes played Chef, yeah. 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 And then he had this album called Chef Aid, where like this whole storyline is that Chef helped so many rock and roll people throughout history, and Meatloaf was one of them. <laughs> Meatloaf's original name, according to South Park, used to be Couscous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but Chef was like, here, have some meatloaf. And then he was like, hey, meatloaf. And then so <laughs> they did that song and that whole duet's in there. Michelle and I used to do that at karaoke at the <laughs> local bar. And, and people were just like, what the fuck uh, is going on? I would play meatloaf. Yeah, she would be meatloaf and she'd just come out of nowhere <laughs> and be like, spiders are being forced in your eyes. <laughs> Cheese graters of steel are being rubbed on your back. Your skin's coming off and you're rolling in salt. It's just ridiculous. It's really fun. It's so that's, so the, that's the meatloaf we love the most. <laughs> Uh, and we've been waiting for that the whole time. I guess he had a. <sighs> he was in Wayne's World too, right? He was a yeah. doorman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Yeah. I think Milo's got a nice sense of humor. At least dead because he's obviously not alive anymore. But murdered he, by COVID. The COVID got him. Yeah. He was really sick with COVID before he died. So Damn. I think it was definitely at least a contributing factor. How old was he? Do we I don't know? think they released. 74. 74. They didn't actually ever officially release the cause of death, did they? No. I don't think so. I don't no, think I, they did. It was a he had COVID, and then the week after he was supposedly was better than he died, and that was yeah he was seventy four. Sounds like he was murdered by COVID. By COVID. <laughs> that sucks for the loaf man. I'm kind of. Were him and Jim Steinman on good terms by the end of the life, or did they ever have? It was uh, bad by the end. The yeah, last it, album was 2016, and he right. died in he died last year. 2020, I thought. For Meatloaf, I was it 2020? It was, I think it was 2020. Steinman, you're right, it was 2016. The Meatloaf. Yeah, that was, it was the right last at album. The, if I remember right, it was right at the beginning of COVID, begin you know starting. Right at the he beginning, the... then Meatloaf he died. <laughs> yeah, Steinman died a four nineteen. Uh, 2021. I remember that because if he had just made it one more day. Steinman did? Not, yeah. Really? Steinman thought... died in 2021. The last album that they did together was in 2016. Oh, okay. That's the last what, that's album. What I was thinking of. Here, now. let me give you a little snippet. Please, of, I want to uh, hear late <laughs> Mitloaf. That's late how loaf? I pronounce it. Mitloaf. Mitloaf. That's because it's made out of Mets. 
Yeah. But like in a meatloaf style. The last Doesn't album that sound good to you guys <laughs> that they did, it was the twelfth and final album that he did. Uh, it was released in Europe, I guess, first. Okay. And then made its way over here, which is cool. weird how that happened. It's called Braver Than We Are, the first song Who Needs the Young. Straight rock and roll here. It's like bar blues. Went down to the liquor store. I said, hey man, how you doing? Uh, it's totally different. Polka? Yeah, we've always traditionally <laughs> thought of Meatloaf as a polka man. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> Can you get Meatloaf singing, Steinman's please? Steinman's last hurrah. Yeah, we'll get there. And Steinman actually has something to do with this? Did you look that up or did you just assume? It says all songs by Jim Steinman Damn. on the cover. He's got to have that on every cover, doesn't he? This is already, this is like on the third genre. And we're not even a full minute into the song yet. And I haven't heard one note from Medloaf. Well, now we're on our way to the carnival. I'm always on our way to the carnival. (laughs) That's closer to doo-wop than what you seem to think doo-wop sounds like. I know what doo-wop sounds like. (laughs) What does it sound like? (laughs) There you go. Is he going to sing, or is this just some dumb intro track? No, this is the one I heard him singing on. I just All thought right. that I was hoping something would happen by now, but hopefully now? If not, I'll skip ahead. But this seems like a good time to start singing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Randy Newman, is that you? His voice is gone. It also sounds like his timing is gone. It's not even just like not hitting notes. It also sounds like he's relying on auto tunes. Auto tunes. Auto like auto tunes. Auto tunes. It sounds awful. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, that's not good. Nope. If you were, if you asked me if if I had to listen to one Meatloaf album for the rest of my life, it's not that one. (laughs) Unless you're in hell. (laughs) Well, the bad is supposed to be leaving hell is the idea. I think of this song. Sam doesn't really know what that means. <laughs> I told you, hell starts in a cave. I guess. And he also doesn't know what doo-wop sounds like. <laughs> I'm confused all around. Let's all just jump on Sam. It's fun. It's, it's my most favorite pastime. <laughs> all right, let's get back into this album with two out of three ain't bad. So what were you explaining the storyline of the song? So apparently he was challenged by... The, Mentally, to, yeah, to um, to write a song, <laughs> yeah. write a simple love song, and so he like based this off of the Elvis song. Elvis song, okay, yeah, which is yeah, I want you, I need you, I love you, or something like that. Which here it's I need you, I want you, but I will never love you. So yeah, Ooh, this is just dripping right now. That's masculinity, if I've ever heard. <laughs> this is just oozing right now. Yeah, girl. This does get chicks, man. You don't see Great. chicks at the shows I play. Let me tell you, when you're when you're my age and you go back to those you know middle school dances and stuff, where you you're terrified. You're not supposed to do that. You're too old for that. <laughs> Dale, they're gonna have to call the police on you for that one, bud. <laughs> you should avoid the middle when school. When I was when I was in middle school, let me just say, you better say hypothetically, or the police are gonna come running. 
when I was in middle school and, you, <laughs> and you're terrified and the song come on and so you try to find somebody to dance with. This, uh, so this is the ballads of your time. This is the school dance songs of your time. How old are you when this is out? So it's 12. 12. I do want to say, I did see earlier that out of the seven tracks, five of them were released as singles. So I think that's also part of why this album sold so much is because mm. there was a lot of exposure. I mean, this album is permeated. I've seen this album cover many times. I've heard it referenced many times. Meatloaf was just in the consciousness of the world in general. This almost gives me like Journey vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, really heavy doo wop vibes too. <laughs> Fifteen million, I think, in the United States. Forty-three overall. It was really big in over in wow. Europe. But yeah, so. that's so much. I'll look that up to see where it some falls people, on the list. Some people are so, so lucky they were born when they were because it's like, it was, you would not have sold that much it, now, dude. Oh, no. It was 96 out of 100 on, was it VH1's greatest rock album or something like that? Yeah. Number 13 okay. on the top 200 list. Yeah. So. so are you still on, on the meatloaf up to here too? Or, are you, or do songs like this get on your nerves? I'm not usually a big romance song guy, but this one's it, it's all right. All right. Six. Number six best selling album of all time. We recently did Shania Twain, which was the eighth. Crikey. So it has sold fourteen million in the US and a lot in general. Cracker Jack Box <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, uh, 43 million worldwide. You are correct with your numbers. 43 million. Yeah, he oh. highlighted papers before he came. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks like in Australia it was the biggest. It was certified. Certified? Certified. Uh, certified 26 times platinum. Christ. <laughs> that's insane. That's, that's a lot of that's sales. 26 million. Was it, was it, there was another place, was it quadruple platinum or 14 platinum or something? I don't know. Something like that. 14 was here. They call that titanium. <laughs> but it says Australia was only 1.8 million, so I don't know what the fuck that's saying to How me. How many people are in Australia? Nine? Uh, <laughs> How can it be 25 or whatever, 26 times platinum, but only have sold 1.8 million right. copies over there? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Do they not sense. know what platinum means? The math's not When added. we're talking about albums, do they have a different rating system? I don't know. Answer my question. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to... <laughs> two plus two I was holding on to this Australia here. joke for like the past minute. Oh, and I, I was like I wondering, can I cram it in now? Can I cram it in now? I hope it doesn't pay off. Go for it, No, Sam. I'm not doing it now. No, please. We'd <laughs> no. have to hear it. No. I'm not going to say anything else. All right. Australia has nine people. I know for a fact it's Crocodile Dundee and eight others. <laughs> Steve Irwin. There you go. Hey. His corpse. Yeah. Michelle. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Hide the stingray. That poor stingray still feels bad about it. Uh, I, sorry, I'm the stingray. It's me. I killed Steve Irwin. Beloved uh, imagine, worldwide love. Imagine that. The guy who fucked and prodded with animals got killed by an animal. Interesting. Yeah. Well, also, Peter tried to say he was a bad person and say like, he messed with the animals in bad ways. Like put his penis in stingrays? I was, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. No, like For he, some fingerings. Like, so they he, just stung him back. Well, since he like brought them to the zoo, they were like, yeah, no, he was torturing them. Uh. And just like, even though he tried to, he opened a conservation for animals. So he could abuse animals. Hey. <laughs> I need my like Joe Exotic, right? This. Right? Ah. I watched two of those episodes, right? I did. That's watch. from a long time ago. I remember nothing from that. 
All I remember from that is him getting drunk by a tiger, and he's like, get off me, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskets. You're so much better at uh, voices <laughs> When you grow up looking like this, you have, to, you have to create crutches to walk upon personality-wise. I don't know. Carry on. I love it this It started dog. strong. What are you chewing on? You still chewing on your arm? You're going to get coned. Yeah, she's Guys, gonna get you're a doctor later. in a ways of dogs. What do I do about this? She's got a, a hot spot. Cone of shame. Cone time. Cone yeah, of shame. We have a cone. We got to cone it up and clean it. Stop it. Stop. Might have to get cone soon. Yeah. Might have to play us a Jim Steinman song. Grab a cone. <laughs> we only have two more songs. We, uh, we'll be all, all right. right. You could chew on it for two songs. And this is, <laughs> it, I don't, would you say, I guess I'll start this, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Would you say that this is his most popular song or would you say I would do anything for love is actually like, because even though that's, that went to number one, but like as far as being beloved by fans, would you say that this is going to come to mind like real Meatloaf fans for, b- before that one? Probably. But, and for older people, I think. Too. Yeah, I feel like know, this is the breakthrough Meatloaf song, yeah, right? Is this what really got him on top? Well, and I think, um, I think so because, well, I think now ex- why people know it so much is through karaoke because you know, yeah, every you know, that's my story yeah. with this song. Yeah. I had never heard this song, yeah. and I went to a karaoke at a Knights of Columbus, yeah. and I'm like 11, and some couple did the song a man and a woman yeah. and i was like what is this entirely too long insane say, song what a bunch of time hogs it was a song because like they this. did the whole thing too i remember it was the whole baseball section yeah. and everything it yeah. wasn't like an abbreviated version yeah that was a uh, new york yankee i, I guess Steinman and them Steinman rudgren and maybe meatloaf as well when they recorded it they recorded it because there's a guy's name Cutcliffe, Cutcliffe, something like that was the new york yankees um, announcer, and they yeah. took they took just like things that he would say, um, and put it into the into the clip about you know coming around and suicide squeeze and. Would they use his like actual that. vocals, or did they just take his? I, I don't think words. so. I think style. it's just his words, yeah, yeah. His words and style. I don't think it was. Him. I don't think it was actually him. At least because they said that, that they mixed it and recorded it, not that they you know, took it from some of his actual. Announcements. So, if I know yeah. Rundgren, he's not wanting to sample motorcycles. He's not sampling a yeah. announcer either. Yeah. He's like, get in there and do it, meet. Was <laughs> it easy to sample a motorcycle sound in the 70s? You just have to do it. It wouldn't be a sample. Just call up your Hell's Angel friend and get him on up there. There you go. J- uh, Jim Steinman said that Todd Rundgren was such a, like, a hard a ass. Wild, not a hard ass, but like a sarcastic dude that when he did that motorcycle thing with the guitar. Before he tuned it, he was like, by the way, you want a Kawasaki or a Harley Davidson? What type are we looking for here? And he was like, Harley Davidson. He's like, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's the coolest story this album's got, Michelle. Don't look around. I wish, I, I, wish the the li- I wish the listeners could see the way she looks at him that like, what the hell are you doing? Don't. That's why we introduced... Uh, <laughs> cameras in the first place yeah. was for my dead stairs. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to kill you now. I'm just... Uh, Sam is... And I delight in it. I'm like, accomplished. Yes. Sam is my favorite human, but Sam is more of a clown to other people. When you live with the clown... It's just like, come on, clown. <laughs> we're, we're home now. You don't have to keep doing it. I can't turn it <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> it's like what I assume being married to Jim Carrey would be like. 
There's someone who's... I think more exhausting than I am. At least I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Jim Carrey all night just whispers in your ear. Alrighty then. Yeah. Alrighty then. What's, what's your favorite part of the song? All the way to Has it happened yet? Or is no. it the whole song? I mean, I love the whole song, but the end of it is hilarious. Because okay. She she relents or he relents and they have fun we'll say and and then he's like oh my god when is time gonna end because I just promised you I'd stay with you till the end of time and it needs to hurry up and arrive because it's if I got to spend another minute with you I don't think I, I would really survive I mean, like, man I like this disco the, part the power of the boner to cloud his yeah. thoughts that much <laughs> and if you think about it it's you know the stereotypical men and women you know men are more physical and everything women are more emotional so the guy's like ready to giddy up and go and the woman's like oh no you need to like me you need to want me you need to all that stuff so gotta cuddle baby exactly yeah yeah you need yeah. to feel make me feel better because you just yeah i are don't you, know are you a guy because you've never wanted to like hang out very much after <laughs> No, I don't like. I've I've always been on rollover and go to sleep kind of guy. That was fun. Bye. I'm tired. (laughs) It's bedtime. Yeah. So she's got a powerful voice. This is the kind of female voice that I can get down with, where they're like, kind of wailing. Yeah. She also has a. She doesn't quite have the Bonnie Taylor Tyler rasp, but she has such a similar sound. Definitely on that road. I wonder what she sounds like now. I don't know if you've heard Bonnie Tyler in a long time, but she sounds rough. Does she talk like this? It's clo- a lot closer to that, I but she me. still sings. She still what performs. What song did Bonnie? What's her? Cuckoo? Total Eclipse of the Heart. And she's also like holding out for a hero. Oh, not you a hero. Yes. Good job. I don't know any other songs, but but really the old the old rockers. I mean, even like, have you heard Motley Crue lately? Like live? Yeah, I've heard oh, Motley Crue for the last 20 oh, years. Oh, my God. What is like, Vince Neil? Yeah. Atrocious. <laughs> 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 just mumbles. Like, it's... <laughs> 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 Wasn't Axl Rose bad for a while, but he came back and he's vocally better? He, he did. He really did. He was terrible. But... He didn't like people's well, criticism. Vince Neil was never good, so it's like... <laughs> uh, he was in a cover band originally, wasn't he? I don't know. Mm. He was in covers with lots of ladies in the 80s. I know that. Hey. Hey. All of these guys. The one that still did, did amaze me was Paul Stanley from Kiss seemed to... Uh-oh. Paul Stanley. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something uh, what, what was that well, thing we always used to say? Alcohol! <laughs> are you high? Are people, are you high? We just had a little bit of alcohol. Is this some famous like live... A recording you can this find. This song's called Cold Gin. He's <laughs> just, uh, he's just a clown. I don't know. Hello, people. But, but he was what seventies. He was. I mean, they just stopped performing, and he, he still seemed to sound pretty good. Huh. So, as good as you know, Kiss I guess can sound. Yeah. I don't think Kiss was really musically all that popular. It was their stage shows that made them. Yeah. So, them, so they're just rockers. Yeah. I know that like Journey has a new lead man. So what is Steve Perry doing now? Is he still singing? Oh, I don't know. I think Steve I Perry officially retired. Like a while ago. I think he officially called it quits. Because yeah. well, he was such yeah. a strong singer. I want, did he blow his voice out or something? Did he was it throat cancer? I think it was throat cancer. Yeah, he had a medical issue. Okay. That, that he did, when he disappeared, that's why he disappeared, because he, he was just, he had that throat issue. So, yeah. so Gus, 
Were you? Uh, oh, you're singing over there. Oh, uh, Gus is jamming on this fun. one. This is the one that got Gus in. Yeah, he won't stop fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just imagine a haze of cigarette smoke and smells of Budweiser and Bud Light. Definitely yeah. cigarette smoke. A guy with like a flannel type shirt on in blue jeans with the shirts tucked in. He's got cowboy boots. That's what these people looked like when I first heard this song. So it's just like Carry burned into up. my brain. Yep. All the you get drunk, get up and. Scream at each other, and I think everybody in the room was like hooting and hollering at all oh, too. They, they do, they love it. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it brings the house down. Yeah. I've never really seen it too much. Like in my our karaoke days, I don't remember anybody really doing this song. I just remember maybe when I was younger. one time. Yeah. But I don't know. It wasn't a prevalent one. But in I also just didn't pay as much attention until it was us because we were doing <laughs> things like the Temptations, and we were putting on shows for people. They're like, "What are these kids doing?" <laughs> We once talked about learning a Temptations dance so we could go up there and do like a synchronized dance with each other. So when I was in college, um, oh my God, I can't. So when I was in college. Yeah, go, tell, tell, tell. Truly, my roommate and I would spend a week before we went out on Saturday night putting together these dance these dances that we would go out and do together and then we put on our parachute pants yes! and our in our pointy shoes and it was fantastic. Did your parents go out and dance too? I don't think there's anything yeah. silly about Everybody that. Everybody would be like, oh, teach me this or teach me that because we were out that's... together, you know, yeah. all synchronized and da, da, da. It yeah, sounds it was, amazing. Yeah. I hate being born past the time when it was cool to go out dancing like that. Now it's like you're just going out and getting all sweaty and finding people to oh, take home. I, I didn't say we were cool. I just said that we <laughs> Sounds like you were cool. Was cool. <laughs> no, Michelle, we can still totally do this. We can get the parachute pants and the pointy shoes. And we can just movie. go to Randy's and be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you've ever seen the movie Beverly Hills Cop, when Eddie Murphy is in, I don't know if in Beverly have. Hills and he's walking. Parts of it. And, there's, and a guy in red leather passes. Oh, he and was. you see him, bu- Eddie Murphy's like, oh. <laughs> That's what we were. That's what you were? Yes, exactly what we were. We were the I know exactly what scene he's talking about. I'll show it to you later. They were the people that were they were they were being laughed at. Yeah. No I question. literally just imagine Eddie Murphy in his like raw right. red leather outfit walking past Eddie Murphy and him, Eddie Murphy laughing at Eddie Murphy well, is what I imagine. I was thinking of the purple suit, but you're right about the red one. My pants had they were blue. And then they had a zippers up the front of them that met in the knee, and the zipper opened up to black. Yeah, it was sweet. Was Raw the purple one? No, Raw. Oh yeah, I think it was. Which uh, one was the red one? Clem, you're gonna take out the whole sound system. (laughs) She's a nuisance. She's fun. Uh, We have one more song. Let's do this for crying out loud. (laughs) Yeah, but this. This one is, in, I think, also interesting because it starts out so slow and the crescendos up and then get, and then goes like kind of back down. This song, I forget what it is. I think until it kicks off, because it's just the piano easiness it doesn't stick in my brain. But to me, his voice sounds really good here. I think it's very, very clear. Well, he can yeah. still sing. Yeah, back then, back then. <laughs> poor meat. And the piano doesn't overshadow it. Del- no, I agree. It was Eddie Murphy Delirious was the right Delirious, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Okay. That was bothering me. <laughs> I forgot about it already. But... Me too. <laughs> I, was, I literally just had to think like, what the hell are we talking about, I, Eddie Murphy? I cared for a bit, and then I was just like, oh, the dog. I want to touch the dog. She came over here. 
This dog got a bath recently. Mmm, soft. I bathed the dog at 8 a.m. And the old neighbor who's like in his 80s next door was like, Good morning. <laughs> he gave me corn, free corn earlier this week. And I ate, boiled some corn for lunch one day. Was it tasty corn? It was tasty corn. Did you get it from the weird children in the backyard? Hopefully. How do you know about the children of the corn? I've only heard of it. But he lives in the it. world? I live in Ohio. What do you know about the children based. of the corn? The movie. Yeah, that, the movie was I'm just I'm talking about the Ohio. real children of the corn. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I'm one of them. I escaped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what's Malachi. You are Malachi. He was ghastly. Ugh. Don't call redheads ghastly just because they're redheaded. I see it in your eyes. That guy was ghastly. No, that guy's beautiful. I could only hope to look like Malachi. <laughs> well, there Here we go. Uh, I thought I was going to take yeah, off better yeah, than that. Not quite. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> it's coming up, though. I just blue balls. I just meatloaf blue balls everybody. <laughs> I'm all right. No, but on the drive up here, Dale was like, yeah, you guys wouldn't know about the music videos back on MTV. And I look at him for a second. I was like, I know what a fucking music video is. <laughs> it was a different experience, though. We talked about this recently. Because when you could just turn on stuff and you could get pulled into the videos, you oh, didn't yeah. even have to like the, the songs. And you just, if it was a good video, it was a good video. Oh, there's a lot of it's songs all- I don't like, but I remember the video. Well, I would do anything for love you're talking about. That. It's a goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, just a different, it's a different time. It was beautiful, very visual beautiful, beautiful. before. Well, and for it. us, I mean, you turn on MTV, it was nothing but videos. Mm-hmm. And so you had VJs and, and things like that. I said V. Make sure we understand that I said V. Not anything else. Yeah. Um, we have VJs and everything. Oh, like B. That. Okay. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, DJs. That's, that's not offensive. No, no. What are and, you talking about? And uh, uh, yeah, we would. Squeegees. <laughs> you know, they had Metal Mania at, at, at night and mm-hmm. Headbangers Ball and all that kind of stuff. It was just, Headbangers Ball. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. With was, Ricky Rackman. Yeah, exactly. They also had Yo MTV raps. Right. Yep. Yeah, I watched the thing where le- lately we're. Uh, Recently, where Eazy E was gonna smack Ed Lover in the face. I mean, do do they even make videos anymore? I mean, yeah, they, they do. They're all on YouTube videos. now. So, yeah, do they? MTV for as far I don't have regular TV anymore, so I have no idea what's on MTV. But the last I checked in, it was just a lot of shows, a lot of programming. They had a Scream show at some point. Oh yeah, like the movie Scream. Yeah, they have they have a lot of the reality. Mm. Jersey Shore. Uh, oh, is that where that landed yeah. at? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It went in a different direction. Than what it used to be. But what is isn't doesn't it have a different meaning now? Do they still call it music television? Media television, probably. probably yeah, probably. Yuck. Because I remember when MTV started. Oh yeah, was, video killed the radio video star. Video killed the radio yeah. star. Yeah. I didn't have it when to see that when it, for, but I oh, did. Yeah. It hadn't reached our neighborhood yet, so. Did but, you, were you a big fan of, uh, what's that one show? I was like, God damn it, it had Adam Sandler ow, on it. Ow, ow, I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck. Adam Sandler? It was an early MTV show, and I used to watch it all the time. I'll figure it out. I shouldn't have spoken up until I knew what the show was. Because MTV started, what, eight, in the 80s, right? 84, 85, something like that? Was it like, I think it was like 81, 82. Oh, I'm going to look been, it up right now. Been MTV. MTV. Yeah. Remote Control. Oh, okay. Remote control. Remote control. Uh, I think Colin Colin Quinn Quinn on it. Colin Quinn had something to do with that. Sounds very patriotic right here. Got a real big, like, America feel going on. Here's your 
the part where it actually kind of kicks in a little bit. I don't think so, Dale. Yeah. That happened earlier. 1981. <laughs> so I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. Damn, freshman in high school and MTV comes out. That means you're like prime for setting your personality, your style, how you look at the world, everything. And a buddy of mine, two streets over, got it, and I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. At least he was your because buddy. <laughs> you, had, you know, it had to be, you had to get cable first, obviously, and so, you know, you had to wait for cable to come to your neighborhood. And, and Yeah, it, it, I remember it, hearing it, about that. It was, I used to go over to his house all the time. What are you doing here? Um, can I just watch TV? I know he's not home, but I, can I just watch your TV? Please. <laughs> I think Run DMC is about to be on. Dear God. Uh, they didn't add Comedy Central, for example, to cable around here until I went to college and moved out. So I, I know what it's like to, I mean, at least from that experience, to have not have something Waiting that other people are having and be like, I wish they would get this channel. Because I can it's remember like when the... Uh, Advertising thing that da 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 would come on. I would. I was constantly asking my buddy, "What song is this? What song is this?" He's like, "No, this is just. It's just a." Calm down, damn, bro. What they call you, D to the ale? D to the ale. Calm down. Did you have a name? Did you have a nickname? No. Did I already ask this in the last? No. Well, I did, but it was what my family called me. They called me Duke. So. Duke. Was named after a guy with huge feet in the army. The nickname. Were you ever a chubby when you were younger? Were you no. ever Dale the Whale? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, you know, a little bit. Dwayne. Dwayne. Dale the Whale. Yeah. That's just that's the first thing. Dale doesn't really rhyme with a lot of things. Fortunately. Fortunately, Dale. mine yeah. rhymes with hell, so Dale. it was always something Michelle in hell. Right. Dale the sail, because he keeps the boat flowing. You want to know? It's really hard to find words to rhyme with. Gus. Gus bus. That's about it. Trust. And I'm not That's talking like the word trust without a T. I mean like the thing that holds your house up. I know what you mean. There's, uh, there's a whole Seinfeld episode about this. About, oh. Yeah. What? Right. About Jerry trying to remember the name. And it's, it rhymes with the female body part. The name is Dolores. And he can never. Mulva? Mulva. I thought you meant specifically with Gus. No, no, no. Just about about names. And, I remember and, that episode. Yeah, and I like never that. knew what the name actually was. Dolores. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah it was Dolores. I wish I knew what it rhymed Which with. Which only yeah, kind exactly. of rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really rhyme. Like, yeah, it yeah. depends if you say it like a doctor or not. Uh, actually, yeah, that's right. Because I'm used to the other pronunciation, I guess. Yeah. It's like oh, Caribbean and Caribbean. I was very upset to find out. That uh, Caribbean isn't actually the way that most of it's not technically the correct pronunciation. It's Caribbean. It is Caribbean, and I always in thought that that, that exact was wrong. Inflection. I was very, so, I was very upset to hear that Akai is actually Asia. Yeah, Akai. It's better. A C A I, and it's it's yeah, it's a fruit. Yeah, it's completely different. I didn't even know what it was. Akai. Asai. Yeah, sounds like a ninja move. Like, yeah. That's like on Street Fighter. I will say, yeah, I, this the end of this song drags on so fucking long. I mean, he really drags oh. this out. And I bet Jim Steinman did that on purpose. He's like, no. Yeah. I know I could just do 16 need, measures, but we're doing 90. I yeah. know. I need this to be over 40 minutes long for the album. So I'm surprised it's as short as it is. Because if he's, the songs if he's like such a big long. grand guy. Yeah. But maybe put out what he had. Well, when I s- s- 
they i guess they had a few songs because they decided to write some songs and they had three solid songs but they decided like on seven for whatever reason it was like we're gonna get seven solid songs and maybe because they knew that they would be bigger longer more theatrical probably because it still fits i mean 45 minutes it's it's not technically short it's just not it's a little i mean i guess at the time it's probably more standard timed um, just a number of I also read that they had trouble like shopping this around and that like record execs were like, no, we hate this in, thing. Get it out of here. In fact, I believe, similar to Boston, Rudgren was actually lied to. He was told that it was signed and actually wasn't when he agreed to produce it. <laughs> and then they ran into some small record label, something Cleveland's, something like that, um, that actually agreed to do it. And then run, they went in and mixed it and, and put it out and it, it blew up. Hmm. Interesting. Old, old Rundgren. We never heard some Todd Rundgren, by the way. Some Theo Rundgren. We also we we didn't. That is correct. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Todd Rundgren is like a ghost. Ghost. Boom. There we go. <laughs> I've been trying to do that all podcast. <laughs> Have you said ghost so and I've missed it? No, no. Oh, I was okay. no, I was trying to see where if it, if it would fit anywhere. Here you go, Sam. Wait a minute. Give me. Just give me. Give me. Tell me if you recognize. It's called Hello, It's Me. It's the top song on YouTube yeah, music. I think you'll two, recognize. Three, I recognized it. One, two, three, one, a two. Man, these, this band one, sucks. Two, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, it's me. Not hitting yet, huh? Okay. Okay. It's me. Next song. Yep, I knew this one too. Okay, I, I know this song. These are like smooth songs that I think are like so jammy good enough that like I don't think they're lame. They, like, if they just were the ride of like not groove, it'd be like, eh, it's pretty lame. But I also think it has to do with just your changing taste because I would have said, if you would have asked like 20-year-old Michelle what she thought about Yacht Rock, she would have been like, fuck you. But now I'm just like, there's a lot of rock yuck, or Yacht Rock that's like not bad. There's a lot of rock yuck. There's a lot of rock. <laughs> All right, well, we are finished listening to this album. We are at the part <laughs> of the podcast, Sam, where it's time to go over some questions. You ready? Michelle and Sam are both, thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Go! <laughs> All right. So uh, why did you choose this song, Dale? This not song. It's not a song. It's an album. Why did you choose this? Why seven? did you choose this one long <laughs> seven-track song? <laughs> uh, again, I, I, like, I like every track on it. Um, and I think you're going to ask me where it would fit in my... Repertoire. I would say this is probably my second favorite. Second favorite behind Boston. Okay. Damn. I was actually curious, so I'm I'm glad that you said that. Behind Boston, Boston. Um, Find out he only listens to five albums. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Don't we all just kind of listen to the same shit that we did? Same shit, absolutely. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So, how many times did you listen to this album this week? Uh, Can you count? Probably ten. 10 or 11 again when I travel. Um, I was about to say, were you lobbying it up this yeah, week? Yeah, Where'd you go a, this week? Um, I went to Austin and then I, it's a long story, but I got stuck having to go to uh, Sacramento. Oh. So I was in the, on a plane for quite a long time. So I just throw it on repeat and sit back and listen to it over and over. In so, Austin, did you have to pull out your, uh, hello, dear governor <laughs> tricks that you told me about last time? No, no, because I didn't really have to talk to that many people. So it was pretty good. But, good. 
But normally, normally I do. You know, I need to pull it out when I have to. And my my voice, I'm talking about, of course. What a are. liar! You, you've got such like what a, a liar. What it comes out, it sounds like almost like a foghorn leghorn. Yeah. yeah. Nah, say that now, boy. Yeah. Learn how to talk like a southerner right then and there. Yep. Well, like it's I not said, that hard to talk it, like a southerner. It works. You really need to. That's it. wild that it works. It does. It really does. That's I mean, fucked it, up it, that it, it works. It works. It's it, in the sales jobs that I've had over the phone, we were taught like certain words that people use that you, mm-hmm. you learn how people talk and pr- pretty much how they think pretty quickly. And it teaches you to like, like know psychology. how to, it, it kind of is. And then you just kind of know how to deal with them. And a lot of people, I mean, I think the biggest thing with anyone, you want someone, you want something that feels like familiar and like good. You are my that's team, why, boy. That's why when you, when you meet somebody, you, you know, you say their name a lot during the conversation because people like to hear their name and then it helps you, <laughs> helps you remember their name. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I'm going to start using that. It's also weird when people say it too much though. So there is kind of a fine line. Shane, nice to meet you. Shane. Anyway, Shane, how's it going today? Shane. Yeah. Yep. Gus, how many listens did you get in this week? I think about six. Holy six. That's a lot. I I was busy playing video games while I had it playing. So I was, I was killing demons from hell. I mean, I wasn't going to say anything because I figured better. I was going to stereotype you, Gus, but I nailed what I thought you were doing when you were listening to this. <laughs> I had downtime finally, okay? Three times, Sam? Three times. Three I times, got my minimum. Michelle. I got Boom. my minimum in. Uh, least favorite song? Who wants to go first? Or are we all going to choose the same song? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know because Dale's tastes are like uh, wide. Yeah, see, for you, this, on this you album. guys, it's hard to... To figure out your least favorite because you hate them all. I, uh, I know my least. I've known my least favorite I'm the whole time. I'm trying to figure it out because I like them all. I um, know mine. I know mine too. You want to go first? Mine's for crying out loud. Um, mm-hmm. the last track for a couple reasons. One, it's slow and so ballady and so like, <laughs> and it's eight minutes and forty seconds long. It's like you're watching someone have a heart attack dying. <laughs> And part of you just like wants them to stop suffering and just die already. <laughs> Get the For gun! For the love of God, just kill it! Get the gun! <laughs> so that very clearly what my least favorite was. And you're on board. For, no, right? really? Mine, mine is actually different. So okay. I was just, uh, I'm, I'm going. Heaven can wait. I was gonna guess. That's Heaven can wait. Heaven. That's probably mine. Yeah. Everyone else. Yeah, okay, so. See, I didn't know if we'd be on the same boat with this. You were the only See, one. See, this is only this. four minutes and 41 seconds. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another four minutes on top of the other song. The suffering's not as long. I think that that's just like, it's a weak spot when you're kind of building up the album. You're two songs mm-hmm. in and then you just kind of bring Very it down good. with yep. this. It's just, meh. And then pick it back up with two songs later with Paradise by the Dashboard Light. So it kind of goes up and down. Beep, yeah. Beep, beep. Most favorite song, who wants to go first? I've got mine. I have mine as well. Track number four. All revved up with no place to go. Well, I'm right there with you, Sam, actually. <laughs> All revved up is my favorite. Anyone else want to jump on this or no? You guys have different songs? I mean, Paradise by the Dashboard. Okay, <laughs> that's, I figured that was probably coming for you. The vanilla flavor, I mean. The on. vanilla flavor. <laughs> I'm glad that line worked. <laughs> Uh, probably bad out of hell for me, just because I like the you know. So again, similar to Boston, I like that screaming guitar. It's not as prevalent there, but I really uh, like the way the song starts yeah, too. That's and that's probably one of the big reasons. Plus, I like the build up, you know, at the end. Um, and it's got a very. If I think of it as like a play, 
this is like the beginning of a play. Like, it's almost Jesus Christ Superstar-ish. Starry? Hmm, Starry. You should never we name a story on here. You should never name a soda Starry. It's the worst name. I, I forgot that. When Starry came out, we tried it on this podcast. Definitely better than Sierra Mist was. I'm pretty sure it was just Sierra Mist. But anyway. It, they just added more lemon-lime flavor to it. Gotcha. Nothing will ever be as good as Sprite. Everything just needs to take a seat. <laughs> when it comes to lemon-lime, you can... That's Sprite's the best. It has absolutely. that sting, that bite. Yep. And it's sweet, whereas like 7-Up just has more of that sting and not the sweet. I don't know. I haven't had a 7-Up in a long time. I also associate that with being sick and being a kid. And it was like, <laughs> give her 7-Up. Right. So I think it's also like maybe distorted what I actually thought it tasted like. You link it with like grape diamond. <laughs> and vomit. <laughs> uh, all right. So you said that you listened to this like when it came out. Because it oh, was yeah. big. Oh, yeah. And you were about 12, you said? Right there, yeah. Because would, would it would come out in 77? Yeah, 77. So I was, 60, I was born in 65, so yeah, I was 12. So. And did you, when did you buy it? Like, when did you have it? Right after I heard, and I can't remember if it was Bad Out of Hell I, I, I heard first or if it was Paradise by the Dashboard Light, but it, as soon as I heard it, I, I ran out and, you know, again, started throwing papers. <laughs> they sold enough. And first time you listened to it, did you love it or did it have to grow I, on you? I, no, loved it right away. Yeah. All right. Would you recommend this today? Which, again, is always weird to ask someone who recommended it to us. <laughs> right. Um, probably not. Really? Yeah, because I think, I think the, like, it's kind of niche. Yeah, the younger generation, I think, would not would not and, appreciate. And this. anybody you would recommend it to is probably already listening to it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And I think you know it's more probably my age, and again the nostalgia of it and stuff like that. I, I don't, I don't think, especially the music today is just so very different. Since you and my dad are so close in age, there are only a couple <laughs> years between you two. I, I was wondering this whole week if my dad was into this because I he responded on the post that he also loved Boston and owned the album. Oh, yeah, he did. He did respond on that episode. Uh-huh. I bet he was a meatloaf guy. I don't know. Me- he's, he never Maybe it's listened too to theatric. meatloaf. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's too theatric. I, I'm sure he'll respond to this on the meatloaf post. Sure no, we'll Jim, see. you're not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gus, it sounds like the answer to this is yes, but would you listen to this album again? Yeah. So, you, I mean, it, it, the whole you album, you like it? more demons as you listen to <laughs> meatloaf? Hey, look, I was playing Doom, all right? I had to save Mars. I get it. I get it. But I don't get it. <laughs> but that's fine. Get with it, okay? <laughs> Come on. Gus has Gus is is in a, he has very very a wide range of music that, yeah. he, that he likes. I mean, he's sometimes we'll put on and we'll I'll be driving with him. He puts this music on. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, Cage the mm-hmm. Elephant. You know, I mean, just just you know. Tchaikovsky? Certain, certain things no, like that. no, Tchaikovsky. Yeah, no, no, we don't go into any classical stuff. No. Yeah, his range of music is really impressive. Mozart he, was my shit really back likes. in the day. But I love the movie Amadeus, even though it's might not, it might not be Amadeus, super accurate. Amadeus, accurate. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Couldn't help myself, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a great robot there. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. I felt very robotic. robotic. Sam, I know you and I won't listen to this again. Bullshit, top of the albums. <laughs> You start first with the rating. I want you to rate this first. Zero Man, out of ten. When I first heard this, this was like a fucking one. I was just like, God. Can you do negative numbers? Damn it. <laughs> I gave my cousin Chris's album like a point five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I don't feel so bad. Though. But so like the first it, the first song when it first started, I was like, ooh, this could go somewhere. And then it took on places I just didn't like. And just Meatloaf's theatrics just aren't 
his voice just isn't for me. But by the end of it, I appreciated the production value, and then I started researching it, and then like the Todd Rundgren effect, and I started listening to the guitar more. It seems to happen every time I do research on an album. I tend to give it more leeway. Now, do I like it still? No, it's not for my taste. Do I respect the entire insane, insane production value and apparently mixing it in one night, which is crazy because there's 98 instruments going on at one time. Like To mix that in one night yeah. is fucking insane. So I will Cocaine. give this... I will give this a three. <laughs> wow. wow. I will give this a three. That's a lot better than I expected. Gus? I was going to say a six, probably. Oh. Six out of hell. I'm very disappointed. The number of the beast. I'm walking home. I'm, I'm exactly, walking home. Yeah. Yeah. You are definitely walking home. Yeah. Uh, Dale. You're fucked up. I know. Because I gave Boston a 10, I'm going to give that a nine since it's my second. Uh, Wait, do you want 9.5? So on your third yeah, favorite yeah, album yeah, next time, yeah, nine, give it a nine. Maybe 9.9. <laughs> Ooh, that's just right there on the edge. Right. It's not much different. Yeah. Just teasing you. Don't tease hey. us. <laughs> oh, don't hurt your wound, Clem. She's got a hot spot. She's breaking her skin open. I don't like it. Uh, get coned after this episode. Yeah, she's okay. getting coned immediately. Um, God damn it, man. I didn't think about this. I'm going one. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. want to be here for this. Yeah, production never helps you. You're Every time I bring that up, you're like, but it still sucks. <laughs> it still doesn't make me feel something. And that's what I base a lot of this off of. Like, okay. am I feeling, Do I, is there something that grabs me? Is there like a soulfulness that, that I feel like connected to? And I, I agree that's... that I think that this is like, it, they're, they're all talented. Everyone doing it. But this could just like... You know, take a hike a few towns over and then we'll like never see each other again. And I would be really fine with that. This album can go to hell. Uh, (laughs) Oh, well, Bad Out of Hell 2, isn't it like Back to Hell or something like that? That has I Would Do Anything for Love on it. That's Bad Out of Hell 2? Wow. That's the first track, I believe. Well, at least he had a huge fucking hit on it. He could have no hit on that. It's like a complete failure. That was nominated for a Grammy. That, that it's like watching trashy reality TV. It's like, there's nothing special about it. So you're just like, go. No. But it makes me feel good. Michelle loves it. <laughs> and, and so does uh, Melissa. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Melissa is hilarious to watch that stuff. Uh. With her. That bitch is crazy. What the hell is wrong with her? She's so ridiculous. ugly. She's just I mean, <laughs> I need to watch an episode of I'm 90 Day with her. That would be so over. much fun. Oh, oh ab, 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 are you stupid? What is wrong with you? I mean, it's like hilarious. <laughs> And she repeats it like every episode. She'll say the same thing. You know, it's like, Only she's consistent with her yeah, opinions, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we, we, we should we, write the we script watch, down and say it with her as she says we, it. We watch all that stuff. And there was one just recently where I looked at her and said, "You know, you say that every single time, right?" She's like, "Yes, I do." Yeah. <laughs> all right. One last thing. Describe this album in one word. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say because you said it multiple times. If you don't, I'm going to be very upset with you. Why would you be upset with me? Uh, because it's fun. Dale, uh, can you describe this album in one word? Nostalgic. Ah, okay. I wish I remember what that word I said was because I'm going bombastic. Yes, shaggy. Yeah, okay. It was bombastic. All right. This was fantastic, Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> Wannabe. Wanna- Where is Wannabe? that from? What is this? Wow. Like, it's just... It's a kid who wants to get with a lady, pretty lady and everything. Ah, uh, you're right. He's, he's a wannabe. He's a dreamer. He, he's yeah. a, he is he, a dreamer. He's a wannabe Fonzie. Yeah, yeah I get it. Good, yeah. <laughs> like he, he wants to be able to talk to women, yeah. but he's too well, afraid. At this point, I'm a wannabe <laughs> Fonzie. too. afraid. <laughs> Snap your fingers. I go to... I punk, punch jukeboxes all the time and nothing <laughs> happens. <laughs> Besides, I get kicked out. <laughs> 
For me, exhausting. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, so big? So like, if it's not your thing, it gets like hitting you with sounds. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of like passion and emotion and things yeah. that I just don't tune into. Yep. So to me, I feel like instead of I'm not really experiencing it, I feel like meatloaf is like singing at me. Is more what it felt like the whole time. <laughs> That's a good. I never thought about it that way, but Meatloaf is singing at you at this. Because I'm not really absorbing it, so it's just it's more just like yeah, not not for me. Um, so that's it for that, Sam. Hi. I'm, hey guys, how you doing? I, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the next album. It's not what I brought up to you earlier. Okay. So it's not what you think it All is. Right. I didn't think it was gonna be that anymore because you had already brought it up. Well, it still might be, but. Uh, there's some artists, I guess, will not include explicit versions uh, on streaming because I don't know if they just want to have like a cleaner, more like accessible image. But like when you know songs that have or albums that have like some explicit songs on it, and then yeah. it just like ruins the song. It's I am not, not interested it. in listening to an edited version of any album. I agree because that's so not if what you they can't made. Find it on streaming, but you have it. I can digitize it. Yes, and that's the case that happened before this podcast. But that's not happening this week. Yeah. We are going to be staying in the rock and roll realm. Okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> well, we are going back a full decade to 1967. All right, Black Sabbath. And we are going to be listening to the album Disraeli Gears by the band Cream. Oh. Eric Clapton. Cra- Clapton. Yes, Clap- Clapton. Yeah. Eric Clapton. <laughs> Mick Mars from Molly Crew. And <laughs> Vince Neil. Little Tommy Lee. Dan. <laughs> Where's Pat? I was going to say Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> Not Junior, the daddy. The dad. Good. Senior. Right, Who's good. actually in that band? Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker and Ginger Baker. Got it's, it. It's little Stevie Winwood isn't in that, is no, he? No, Stevie Winwood is in Traffic. Yeah, he's in Traffic. And then he goes on to make bad songs in the 80s. No offense if that's your thing. No. I'm not a fan of Steve Winwood's 80s music I'm at not, all. I'm not really either. Hey, you don't think, a oh. higher love. Uh, yeah. I don't think Dale's going to get offended anyway. You just sat here and talked shit about Meatloaf for two hours. <laughs> I didn't. He didn't make Meatloaf. Meatloaf isn't his baby. Will you make Meatloaf? <laughs> I, I will make Meatloaf. That's fine. It was, it was good. Uh, all right. Well, we really appreciate you guys coming. Yeah, it's always Thank fun. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Hope you, you got guys- your own song this time i hope you appreciated yeah. it <laughs> no one's and, ever written me a song before and you get uh you get to have a little fun later for your daughter your stepdaughter's oh, yeah. birthday happy party. birthday happy birthday Romy. Happy Romy. Birthday. Happy in birthday new york place. new york well thank you guys you guys are awesome and we really appreciate you inviting us and let us come because this, yeah. this is a lot this is truly a lot i didn't realize after my first one i didn't realize how much fun it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it is it really, fun. It's a blast. We're about to hit five years uh, in, a, in two months of doing this. And then it's done. We're <laughs> stopping. <laughs> no more. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Have you thought about getting back into podcasting? You were talking about it last time you were here. My friend is definitely not going to get back into it. We're too busy with school. Uh, yeah. I think he just doesn't want Gus to yell at him some more. <laughs> well, see, that's the funny thing. He yelled at me more than I yelled at him. It sounds like you just need to find another person to yell at. It's not that easy. Or stream yourself listening to Meatloaf and play video games. (laughs) Sounds fun. Or me driving through downtown Nashville. Hey, TikTok is, there's some weird things on there, so that wouldn't be surprising if people clicked in and watching. I've got a secret account that I haven't told anybody about, and I do some weird stuff. (laughs) AI thing now where they're like moving, and oh my God, it's creepy as hell. No thanks. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, thanks for coming again, guys. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.